0: hi and welcome to from an ex-fan my name is rebecca and today is friday not really today's wednesday for me um like two weeks before this episode will come out um but today we are going to talk about it's friday for you okay today we're going to talk about the 100 season one episode four titled murphy's law Um, previously on the 100, we watch Charlotte kill Wells. We also watch, um, Wells and Clark finally making up. Um, so they're not having their little whiny tip for tap fight. Um, yeah. We still don't know if Jasper's okay, but something tells me we're going to find out this episode so um this episode opens up with clark at a gravesite of wells i'm assuming finn kind of sneaks up on clark and tells her she shouldn't be here you know out here all alone you know like an ass would now we've seen clearly that clark can take care of herself at this point they also um believe that wells was killed by grounders And, um, we find out that Finn has been exploring the woods by himself. Finn, um, came to speak to Clark because he has a gift for her. It's a pencil. So she, you know, draw. It's, um, a blue colored pencil. Clark, um, then, why do I keep saying, um, oh my God. Clark starts telling, um, oh my God, I did it again. Um. Oh, my God. Give me a second. Clark starts telling Finn about how when she and Wells were younger, Wells would always bring her art supplies like charcoal and pencils and paper. And she later found out that he was trading his own stuff for it. She, she also talks more about how Wells let her hate him so she wouldn't have to hate her mom. Then she says she, um, gosh, she wants to make her mom feel like, um, feel what she's feeling now. I'm literally reading this, so I don't know why, like I'm reading off my notes. I don't know why I keep saying um. I haven't typed um that many times. This episode is obviously um a drinking game. See, I did it again. That's just a part of my vocabulary today. You'll just have to live through it. So will I. So she thinks of a brilliant idea. Let's make everyone think I'm dead. So everyone on the Ark dies. Like I understand that she's a kid, but she's fucking stupid. On the Ark, Abby is napping when an alarm goes off and we see Clark's little screen go black with the transmission terminated coming across. Abby freaks out and messes with the computer and she tries to convince herself that it's not real and say that it's the first terminated si- signal in over a week. Abby also asks her assistant for Clark's vital signs from the past 2 days. I feel like it's if it's been over a week then their 10 days have to be up, right? Right? On the ground, Monty gets Clark's bracelet to stay at- active after taking it off i love monty i say that every episode but i love monty finn gives clark a hard time for taking off her wristband i mean i did just call her stupid but she also had no idea this would actually work so i stand by what i said monty says that they'll be talking to the ark by nightfall everyone is either uh, everyone is making a wall like help building the wall even charlotte is helping and they're building this wall because they think that the grounders killed wells and they're all afraid. Murphy and Bellamy are talking about how this section of the wall should be finished by tomorrow. When a guy falls over, Murphy picks on him and the guy just wants some water. So Bellamy tells Murphy to go get the dude some water. Bellamy jokes and asks Charlotte if she can pick it up, pick up the huge log. It's actually like a whole fucking tree that they ripped out of the ground, but it's like a small one but he smiles and says he's just kidding before picking it up murphy annoyed with the other guy unzip his pants and just starts fucking peeing on him like what the fuck how did i forget that this scene happens oh my god he is such a fucking ass he then tells everyone to get back to work um from this point forward we will be calling this guy that he peed on piss boy um so i don't have to keep saying that guy Octavia is leading Jasper out of the camp. He's alive! He looks very scared and and still a little in pain. I gotta say, he's a good actor. But she's helping him. She tells him um, that he's got a second chance and he's got to use it. But then Octavia is snatched up by something. Jasper doesn't know what to do. Other than scream her name and run, run after her. When it's revealed... Then it's revealed that it was one of the 100. Jasper begins walking back into the wall, and he slips on a branch and falls. Or like a twig or something. I don't know. He just slips on a piece of wood and falls. While on the ground, he sees Murphy's knife in two fingers. Dun, dun, dun. In space on the ark, Abby walks past Kane. They do that thing where they both say, counselor, counselor to each other but you know like obviously they hate each other oh I, I said i did not do that like annoying enough more like counselor counselor i said that those both the same way um oh well abby says she's handed headed to mecca station oh i'm sorry kane asks abby if she's heading to mecca station she says yeah of course not really she just says yes um, Kane is very suspicious of her behavior because she's been going there nine times this week. That's not that much, I uh, you know. Kane wants to you know tag along, but Abby pulls a lie right out of her ass, saying that he would have to be inoculated, um, which is a word that I don't know. Um, but he would have to be inoculated because I'm um, like, can it catch strep? And she doesn't know if the bacteria is still affect infected has still infected the area also i so i did google what inoculated means it means getting vax to present getting sick kane believes her and is a little scaredy bitch he's afraid of a little needle i cannot believe kane is anti-vax so he lets her go by herself and tells her to keep him informed he's also speaking more softly and sweetly like there's a little crack in his voice when he says it and i love him for that abby goes off on her own to meet raven abby and raven um, abby asks raven how much longer until the ship will be ready she says that she still needs a part um a pressure regulator she says i still need a pressure regulator but you know we still have two days left until until you know that's we still have two days left that's what she says we still have two days left don't we still have two days left Um, so there's two days left until they hit either the nine days or the ten days point. I'm honestly so confused about about like the time that it is. Um, so Abby asked Raven to have the ship ready in nine days. That was like two episodes ago. It's been over a week since the last wristband was taken off, which was what I what I'm assuming was two episodes ago Earth Skills, right? Okay, which is the same episode that Abby gave Raven the time frame. So, it's been over a week, but only two days until either the nine-day mark or the ten-day mark. So, they're either on day eight or day seven, which doesn't mean it's been over a week. Unless their weeks are shorter than that, it's day eight, which would mean that Raven is running a whole day behind. And the ship won't be ready until literally day ten, the day that they'll be voting on to kill 309 people. And without Abby, the right side will surely lose. Like, bear with me. But it will also be harder for her to let them know if the Earth is safe on the day of, which is why she gave Raven the nine days. So in conclusion, maybe don't give out certain time periods if you aren't going to keep up with them. Because I'm still extremely confused. And I hope that I didn't confuse anybody else further. But I probably did because I don't even remember whatever I, what I just said. Like, I don't remember it. Anyways, Abby asks if they can launch without that part. Raven says, sure, if you want to die. Raven then asks if something's changed, and Abby tells her Clark's wristband went off. Raven tells her she will go get a pressure regulator today. And also, the less Abby knows, the better. I'm sorry, hold on. Another rant coming. Abby is a doctor on a spaceship, right? Okay, so a pressure regulator... It does exactly what it sounds like, right? It regulates pressure so your brain doesn't explode or whatever in space. You're telling me Abby cannot use context clues to figure out if they would need to need it to launch? You're telling me that one of the smartest people on this fucking spaceship cannot use context clues? How are these people still alive? Like, genuinely, how are these people still alive? I don't understand it. So on the ground, Clark takes a look at the knife and fingers, pointing out that the life was made from metal from the dropship. Belle asks who who else knows about this. Jasper is a little confused, and Octavia says no one. They brought it straight here. Clark says the grounders didn't kill Wells. Jasper says, so there's a murder in this camp? (laughs) Bellamy pops off with, there's more than one murder in this camp. Which is not something the adults on the Ark had to think about very much before sending a bunch of non-murdering kids down to the earth with a bunch of, you know, kids who have committed murder. Bellamy says that they need to keep it quiet and um, annoyed Clark gets ready to go chew everybody out. But Bellamy won't let her out because thinking a grounder killed Wells is what's getting their walls built. Clark accuses him of only wanting to keep people scared so they'll listen to him. She's not wrong, but also neither is he. I feel I also feel like he knows who the knife who the knife belongs to. Like there's no way he doesn't know that that's not Murphy's knife. He then asks exactly what her plan is because she can't just go out there and ask the killer to step forward. But she doesn't have to because Murphy might not be able to spell die correctly, but he can write his own initials. Belle lets her through, and um, she accuses Murphy of murder. And Charlotte, she was looking real guilty in the background in this scene. It's like, obviously, they're like, oh, it's, it's Murphy. It's got to be Murphy. We shouldn't look at the way everybody else is reacting. You know, they're also kids and not cops. Also, I was just thinking about how Bellamy used to be a janitor. I think that's funny. I really do. Um, So Murphy tells her he didn't do it because, you know, he didn't. He may be an ass, but a liar. No, sir. Not Murphy. Not my John Murphy. Um, So... Murphy asks Belle if he believes this crap, because Murphy is in love with Bellamy. Clark's other evidence is Murphy publicly threatening to kill Wells on multiple occasions. She also argues that he had gotten in a knife fight with him, and he says, yeah, well, I didn't kill him then either. Then Octavia butts in and says, well, you tried to kill Jasper, too. And Jasper is like, wait, what? He tried to kill me? Like, Jasper has no idea what's going on at this point. And I have to say that Clark killed Adam and hated Wells until very recently. How do you know that she didn't do it, huh? Like, Murphy says he doesn't have to answer to anyone, and now Belle wants to speak up because Belle thinks that he's a daddy dom and everyone must obey him. Huge eye roll also we're only 11 minutes in and at this point i had to take a break because i knew what was coming like i literally my eyes were starting to water and i and i i was like had to go mentally prepare for what was coming next murphy even tried to specifically tell bellamy he didn't do it and i just feel so bad for murphy here my eyes were literally like i said literally watering Bellamy very calmly says that they found Wells' fingers on the ground with Murphy's knife. Clark asks, is this the kind of society that we want? Murphy again says he didn't kill him when someone else suggests they float him. It it was the guy that Murphy pissed on. It was Piss Boy. Clark doesn't agree. Well, Clark, maybe you should have handled this privately. Just saying... Almost everyone agrees. And then they start attacking Murphy. Clark tries to stop them and but and so does Octavia, but Bellamy pulls her back, not letting her get involved. And Charlotte just watches. They tie Murphy up and kick him down a hill while still beating the shit out of him. And then they start to string him up. Clark Be- begs Bellamy to stop it. When Pissboy starts chanting Bellamy's name and name in hopes that they'll let that they'll let them kill Murphy. That he'll let them kill Murphy. Finn hears the commotion just as Bellamy kicks... um, So they have him like strung up on a tree getting ready to hang him. And um, they have like something under him. I'm not entirely sure what it is. But just as Finn is entering the scene, um, we see Bellamy kick the thing that's keeping Murphy alive essentially. so Murphy is now hanging he's 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 hanging at this point I like really wanted to cry even though I know that he lives I don't think I I I was so emotional the first time I watched this episode because I didn't know like the real Murphy yet um So, also, fuck you, Bellamy. You couldn't kill someone begging for death while in pain. But when everyone is chanting your name, you suddenly have the balls to do it. Like, he's such a, a fucking people pleaser in the worst fucking way. Bellamy tells Clark that this is on you, princess. No, bitch. You made the choice. Like he, looks, like, he looks so upset as if he didn't have a choice that he most definitely did have. Finn tells Charlotte to get out of there now. While screaming to cut him down. Piss boy holds a knife on Finn too. Charlotte screams that Murphy didn't kill Wells. She did. A true hero. And, I, and now I'm thinking about how sad the ending is. So Clark grabs an axe. Um, off of somebody's belt or something. And just cuts Murphy down easily. While everyone's distracted. Back on the Ark, we see Raven meet someone um, who does trading. Her name is Nigel, spelled N-Y-G-E-L. She asks for a pressure regulator, but the woman says she doesn't move parts anymore and only does herbs and moonshine. Raven tells her to cut the shit and name a price. She tells her that the chief of electrical has a thing so Nigel tells Raven the chief of electrical has a thing for tough pretty girls like Raven and I wanted to throw up Raven won't sell her body because she, love her, she loves her boyfriend who doesn't love her so Raven tells her to go float herself Nigel the woman um, I don't know why I said that like that says that Raven's mom would have taken that deal and had, and had many times as if that's a bad thing mama Raven did what she had to and we support her so, Raven tacks, um Nigel and then gets pulled off of her. Back on the ground, Bellamy questions Charlotte while Murphy incites the mob outside his tent. Because if they were going to kill Murphy, they have to kill Charlotte. Charlotte tells him that she only did it because she was trying to slay her demons like Bell had told her to do. And Clark is pissed. When she hears this, um, she's like, seriously? You told a fucking child to slay their demons, that whose demons are very real fucking people? Are you stupid? I just feel like that's what her brain is probably not saying. So Bellamy is very soft-spoken in this scene, as he defends himself, saying that Charlotte misunderstood him. Charlotte then begs them not to let the mob hurt her, as Murphy demands they bring her out. Bell asks if there's any right ideas before exiting the tent, telling Clark to stay with uh telling Charlotte to stay with Clark and Finn. But after blaming Clark again for making the whole situation public like she shouldn't have um but <clears throat> let's look at this a little bit. Would Charlotte have come would Charlotte have, have confessed if she knew if she let me let me start over i I don't know what i'm trying to say do you think charlotte would have confessed if they didn't publicly accuse murphy if they would have privately accused murphy whatever they decided to do to him would have happened and then charlotte would have never confessed that's all i'm saying so murphy asks who wants to see the real murderer hang up and only like Five people raise their hand, Murphy included. It's it's still um, an okay chunk of okay. Let let's do like um, a count of how many people have died, so we know exactly how many people are on the ground right now um, from the Ark. So they go down with 101 people. That is counting Bell two die on the ship. Hold on, I gotta pull out a calculator. So we have 101 people minus two so that's 99 people okay so in um i don't think anybody dies in earth skills but in earth kills we see two more people die in the beginning so that's 97 then we see adam dying so that's 96 people and then we see wells dying so that's 95 people so that's five percent i guess 5% of... Because there's 95 people. Okay, keep that in mind. There are 95 people. Five of them voted to kill this child. This fucking 9-year-old looking 13-year-old. Murphy then calls her a bitch. A little bitch. And I hate him for that. Belle says it's over. And Murphy hits him in the back of the head. And then goes after Jasper. Who is trying to keep Octavia safe who is also trying to go after Murphy. The five people who want this 13-year-old girl dead go to find her in the tent to see that it is empty. Clark and Finn have taken off with Charlotte. On the arc, Raven visits the medical ward to talk to Abby while meeting a bunch of oxygen-deprived people waiting for a doctor. Abby was a little upset with Raven for going to see Nigel, and then she says that she'll take care of it. paralleling, paralleling, paralleling. paralleling. That word sounds fake. Um, paralleling what Raven had told her earlier in the episode. Abby tries to, to trade um, morphine for the pressure regular regulator. As Kane watches in the background, Nigel agrees to the deal. On the ground, Clark asks Finn where they're going charlotte 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 words sound fake now charlotte tries to grab clark's hand for comfort but clark slaps her hand away and asks her what the hell she's doing i mean clark has the right not to forgive charlotte but for right now i think clark should be the bigger person and hold her hand dude Just until they get her to safety, okay? Finn also agrees with me and thinks that she's being a bit harsh. Clark tells her that she can't just kill someone to make herself feel better. But if Clark would have made sure that Charlotte wasn't watching as she killed Adam, she probably wouldn't have killed Wells. I'm just saying. So Finn opens up a hatch as uh, Murphy and his group near, screaming about how Clark and Finn can't save her. They enter the bunker. Which is um, a bunker underground that we are just now getting introduced to. Um, which I feel like it should have been like the van or the same place that the van was because this just feels a little too familiar. So we find out that this is where Finn had found the blue color pencil as he hands Clark a whole jar of colored pencils. Clark was like, why, why did you keep this a secret? We should be sharing this with everybody so we can repurpose everything. And Finn's like, oh yeah, even these, and hands her the jar. Clark and Finn then talk about what to do with Charlotte while they think she's asleep. But as we all know, Charlotte likes to eavesdrop, so she's not asleep. And she hears Finn say that they need to hurry up and figure something out before they're killed for helping Charlotte. On the Ark, Abby brings Raven the pressure regulator, saying she just needs a few hours and then it'll be ready. Kane stops by a religious section before talking with Nigel. The religious group is called... I don't think that the religious group is called, like, Tender of the Tree, but we find out that Cain, when he was younger, was the tender of this tree. And they water the tree and um, stuff like that. I just unplugged my laptop while trying to get comfy. Dude, why did that turn off so quickly? Okay, we're 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 back. So we find out that um, Cain used to, as like I said, um, we find out that Cain used to be the tender of the tree. I guess they like worship the earth, sort of in a way. And I think Cain's mom runs this um, religious sect sector or group. So, Nigel turns Raven and Abby in, and Nigel hands over the morphine Abby brought her, and tells Kane that his agenda should sail right through with Abby gone. Clark then wakes up um, with her head on Finn's shoulder to see that Charlotte's missing. You would think the two adults would know to not talk in earshot of a 13-year-old, but whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Almost adults. They're not adults yet. They are all 17 and younger. Charlotte is running through the woods. Um, she's lost. When Bellamy grabs her, Murphy and his crew are still looking for her. Charlotte screams that she's over here, but Bell won't let her go. Oh, I'm sorry. She won't let Bell help her. Murphy hears her and gets closer as Finn and Clark find tracks of her and Bellamy thinking that Murphy has her. Back on the arc, Abby, Abby is pacing and making Raven nervous. So Raven says, how about next time you're in surgery? I come pace around you. It's pretty funny. Abby then gets like a video call from her assistant saying that Kane just visited him. Claiming that Abby took Morphine from the clinic and that he's on her way to her in Mecca. Which is, I'm assuming, shorthand for mechanical haul. I could be wrong. Um, There's still 20 more minutes until it would be finished, and Kane will be there in five minutes. Abby tells Raven that no matter what happens, she still needs to launch the pod because she's only—oh, because only one of them needs to get to the ground. She also tells her the second that she finds the kids to radio back. Raven is worried that they'll float Abby, but Abby just says, then they'll float me, like a badass. She then tells Raven to tell Clark that she loves her. The scene I've been dreading is up now. Bellamy and Charlotte make it to an edge of a cliff, as Murphy and his crew get near, get closer. Then Clark and Finn make it, um, just as Murphy and his group do. Clark asks Murphy to calm down. So Murphy pulls a knife on Clark's throat. And so Charlotte begs Murphy not to hurt her. And he says he'll let her go if Charlotte comes with him. Charlotte's trying to go to Murphy so Murphy doesn't hurt Clark. But Bellamy stops her. Charlotte says, I can't let any of you get hurt anymore. Not because of me. Not after what I did. I almost sounded like her just then. As she jumps to her death off the cliff. Murphy even looks a bit sad over it. Like he was all talk. Like completely just all fucking talk. Belle attacks Murphy and Clark begs Belle to stop because he'll kill him. Clark tells Bellamy that they don't decide who lives and dies. Not down here. Clark tells Belle that he was right and that they that they need rules. Bellamy and Clark decide that they will make the rules because he's like, oh, what? And you are going to make all the rules? And she goes, no, for now on, you and I are going to make all the rules. Because that makes sense. Um. Now the issue is figuring out what to do with Murphy they decide to banish him Bellamy tries to like he's not really he's more like dangling him over the edge um, to threaten him so he says that if he ever catches him near the camp again that he'll throw him off the cliff he then tosses him onto the ground and, and says the other four people can either go back to camp and follow Bellamy or go off with Murphy to die they obviously follow Bellamy finn leaves murphy with a makeshift knife so murphy can either kill himself or defend himself this is unclear i mean season one finn you want to say that it's so murphy can defend himself because finn is very um he's he's trying his hardest to be like this good person despite the fact that he's a cheating ass um but he's like trying very hard to be like this no killing, like no fighting. It's got to be a fair fight if you're going to fight person like it, like for Clark. But we don't know if that's like truly Finn. We, we hardly know Finn. We don't know anything about his parents. Um, we haven't even heard him tell Clark that he's in a relationship yet. We don't really see Finn express a whole lot of emotions other than horny. So we don't know if he if he's giving Murphy that knife. They probably didn't think of it as, why don't you just kill yourself? It was probably more of a so-you-can-survive thing. Um, so back on the arc, Raven almost finishes... Like she's just now, like she thinks that she's got it. As just as Kane arrives, but Nigel gave them a bad part. She looks across, um, like she looks out of the spaceship and sees a space suit, 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 a spacesuit, and gets an idea. It cuts to Kane talking to Abby, asking for a logical explanation. All Abby says is, "My daughter." Abby says she still believes as well. He asks what the pressure regulator for. What the pressure regulator is for. Raven puts on the spaceship. Spaceship. Raven puts on the spaceship. Sh- <laughs> Raven puts on the spacesuit. Got it that time. Just as Cain says, Raven will be floated if Abby doesn't tell him the whole truth. Abby tells him that he still doesn't understand it. Oh, so he's like, you can still save her life if you tell me what the fuck's going on. And Abby's like, you still don't understand. I'm not just trying to save her life. I'm trying to save everyone's life. They arrest Abby and continue looking for Raven just as she launches the ship. On Earth, Clark... Um, Clark Bellamy. Why did I put Bell Clark? Bellamy explains why they banished Murphy from camp. As Raven enters the atmosphere, Monty gets the communication ready, but they can only talk in Morse code. He lets Jasper send the first message. It sparks and fries everybody's wristbands, sending up the signal that all of the hundred are dead on Earth. Finn and Clark, Finn leaves upset, and Clark follows after him. Jasper is a little upset thinking that he's cursed. Octavia comforts him. And I I just love Jasper so much. And she also gives him a little smooch. Monty gives him a thumbs up. Finn is knocking shit over in the bunker. He is going crazy. Not really. He's obviously frustrated and upset. I think this is like the moment that he realizes that he's never going to see his girlfriend again um clark comforts him telling him he's not alone you're not alone right and um i think that they're about to kiss his girlfriend is risking her life and falling to the earth and he's about to kiss clark and of course they kiss oh wait i'm sorry no they start ripping each other's fucking clothes off and And start getting at it with no protection. Because now is the time to be having unprotected sex. I swear. Episode ends on Raven's face as she's falling to the earth. Okay. So. I don't even know where to start. There is so much going on in this episode. I literally had to take like three breaks while watching. um, Because I kept getting emotional. So uh, I have lots of thoughts. And I still don't know where to start. Like... Like, I want to talk about what they should have done with Murphy and his four little friends and and Charlotte. Um, but also, I want to start with the period problem since we're talking about unprotected sex and stuff. And also the Octomom problem and Finn and Raven and Kane. So, I guess I'll start with the Octomom because um, that's how I've been starting every final thoughts on every episode. So I did a little research on the Chinese um, one-child policy, which has been completely abolished as of 2021, I believe. And I saw that they would, like, force, use forced abortions and forced sterilization. Obviously, the sterilization and the abortions were mostly done to females because, you know, it's only our fault. (laughs) I did, however, see that if it um, was like a multiple fetus pregnancy, that the mother wouldn't be um, penalized or anything. But I still feel like an octomom situation would be too much. You know? Like, that's that's a lot of fucking kids. I mean, it's good to know. We can assume that if twins happened to occur on the ark, that they wouldn't be assholes enough to kill them. To kill them. To abort the the twin fetuses. They they probably would also like assume that one of them would get eaten by the other. You know, that's what I would assume. I say that as somebody with brothers who are twins. I couldn't really find anything specifically an octo on an Octomob situation, but those commonly happen with like um insemination. I don't want to say artificial. That doesn't sound right. <coughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> but i guess we can assume that it's like one pregnancy the term and and is how they did it um so i'm going to assume that this is also how the arc would handle it but honestly who knows i do however feel the need to read the book the show is based on to see if that answers it but at the same time, I don't want to. So I do remember my question that I had um a couple episodes ago. Um, If Finn knows the Ark won't come down to Earth if they think he's dead, that everybody's dead, then they know that he will see Raven again. So it begs the question, why the fuck is he flirting so hard with Clark? Does he think that Raven's going to come down and she's just going to forgive him? Like is that what he thinks does he think that that matters does that matter i don't think it matters i i mean i think it matters um i mean i also understand that wanting her dead and he probably at this point is like oh shit i kind of like clark um no uh, he kind of really likes clark They, they it ends with them fucking anyways and, you know, wanting to break up with somebody and wanting them dead are two completely different things. So I understand that he keeps his wrist band on. Anyways. He also has plenty of time to talk to Clark about his relationship, but he doesn't. So... But he like immediately looks Clark up and down after like having his little fit and then throws his jacket off to sleep with her. Um, Another question I have is why you would have guns on a spaceship. This is going back to like the second episode when they go to rescue Jasper and um, Bellamy has his gun. Also the first episode. Like what if the bullet goes all the way through the person you're shooting and hits the wall? Like what if it goes through the fucking wall? What if it misses the person and goes straight through the fucking wall? what happens bet you they need a pressure regulator (laughs) um another thing that bothers me about this show is don't people age slower in space i mean i guess it depends on like where they are outside of like um like where they are in like the gravitational pool of the sun or whatever but this is not addressed i feel like it should have been addressed um another thing i really don't like uh, i really don't And uh, I really don't like What the fuck Uh, Another thing I really don't like Is um, that this giant spaceship Like the Ark Only has 7 people making the decisions For everyone Now we don't ever get a count of How many people are on the ship We know that there were a 100 of child prisoners We know that they want to kill 309 people 309 people But how many fucking people are there? like they don't ever say how many people they save by killing that the 309 people so as you can see i have a lot of issues with um the art getting into kane i guess he comes off a bit more sweet here like he sort of understands abby's motivation more it's almost like a glimpse of um later season kane that we later seasons kane that we like get to see peek through raven is a total badass in this episode too and bellamy is a fucking hypocrite and i hate him um the charlotte problem it's a, a hard topic she's 13 she's been locked up for god knows how long she's never been taught how to process or deal with her emotions and i don't think that she should not i don't think she should be punished for not speaking up with murphy was first being accused and being strung up and like i don't think murphy should have gone after her like the way that clark goes after mercy Mur- mercy after murphy also charlotte has seen clark kill someone before too so she's probably scared of her not to mention i'd say she's probably the youngest person here so i don't think that they should have killed her or let her kill herself like i'm 100 percent on bellamy's side with this this specific part and i don't even think that they should have banished her like they do with murphy obviously they don't have the resources to rehabilitate her and help her process her emotions better and the oldest person with them being bellamy he doesn't even have the skills for that so i'm not really sure what they should do with her i do however think that since bellamy kicked the thing out from under murphy and the guys who tied and the guys that tied him up should have also been punished in some way the fact that murphy only on versus, uh, versus the fact that only murphy the fact that murphy only focuses on charlotte got it about the fourth time is crazy like if i were murphy i would go after bellamy and piss boy but because murphy is afraid of bellamy he probably sees charlotte as a much easier target even though she killed a grown man very easily and on that topic bellamy watched clark kill adam and i don't doubt that bell didn't see well's bodies i would have thought that he would think that clark did it Because he doesn't exactly know that they're on good terms. Until after he's dead, probably. She's probably like, oh, we just made up. And now he's dead. That's probably exactly what happens. Because I don't think that she's going around saying, okay, I don't hate Wells anymore. Like, we're on good terms. And I don't see Finn keeping him updated either. Just saying now murphy we obviously all know clark was wrong to accuse murphy so publicly but with everything that happened i still don't think murphy should have necessarily been banished but at the same time i also know that murphy was a fucking heathen trying to prove that he's hard um i don't think that we'd really get later seasons murphy if he wasn't banished but I do believe that Bellamy shouldn't have helped the angry mob by letting them hang him and then join in. What he should have done was cut him down and escort him away from public eye and ears, eyes and ears, to talk to him himself. But like I said earlier, we probably wouldn't have gotten that that confession from Charlotte if the, if they did it like this. Okay, now for the period problem. Are you ready? So, they don't mention them. Like, unless they find a way to stop it from happening, most of the characters of period age, like the only one who might not be of period age or menstruation age is Abby. Um, but Clark, Octavia, they should get their periods at some point. And the arc didn't send anything down to help with that and expect these girls to use hundreds of years old products from a mountain that they might not ever reach. And I guess this bothers me more because um, the show Yellow Jackets, they address this, um, they address periods and how they combat that issue. And about, they like also address like how some people, like some period having people will sync up with other period having people. So, uh, I also started watching Sweet Home, the K-drama based off of a Webtoon to- web comic, I believe, um, that I had never watched before. But they, or I had never read the webcomic books or whatever. Uh, I don't know what, I'm, what I mean. But even they address it in in a realistic way by having it on a list of things that the main character goes to search for i mean you only see it if you're like looking for it but it's addressed at least why what i don't understand is that it isn't ever addressed in the 100 to my knowledge from what i have seen and remember i've only seen up to like season three and i get that this is a cw show and we all know that that that's that's an excuse it shouldn't be but it is that's an excuse But you can't ignore that part of a period having persons live. Like, trust me, we've all tried. It's 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 definitely there. Um, another thing I'm curious. This is another thing that I'm curious to see if the, the book mentions. My assumption is that is that, that that's why there's so many men as the extras in the background instead of women. So they wouldn't have to address the period problem. But anyways, if your survival show ignores a huge part of a person's bodily functions, maybe it's not a good show. We also don't see them make or worry about bathrooms. Um, Like in All of Us Are Dead, one of the the things that they eventually get to is uh, in order to survive, you need to have a place to go to the bathroom away from where you're sleeping. They don't ever talk about this in the show. Like as a human being, I know that sometimes you've gotta take a fat shit or you gotta pee. We literally, oh, <laughs> we literally see Murphy pee on somebody. Maybe he wouldn't have been inclined to do that if they would have showed us. Or excuse me, I, I hope y'all didn't hear that. Um I just farted like four times y'all, so I'm sorry. If we like knew where the bathrooms were um we do finally see that jasper has survived so why did i keep watching this show you ask well i watched um the next episode to a see if uh raven survives and b see if raven beats the shit out of clark because i like raven more than i like clark um i also want to see what the fuck happens between raven and finn and yeah i want to know i also wanted to know what happens to murphy i think i was starting to get a little curious about him um and i think a part of me also thought that maybe charlotte lived a little piece of hope i do know for a matter of fact that i cried when charlotte killed herself now i was not as upset as i was this time the first time with murphy because, like I said, he was kind of an ass. Anyways, so. That was from an ex-fan. um, Season 1, episode 4 of the 100, titled Earth... I'm sorry. Titled Murphy's Law. I hope you enjoyed. Um, I didn't really slander a whole bunch of characters. I, I did slander a whole bunch of characters, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time slandering them. Um, but I've got shit to go do so I I hope y'all really enjoyed goodbye I'm having issues stopping recording